Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. I'm finally back at home. I'm Kale. I'm incredibly influential. And I'm Maxwell, and I've always been home, and I'm highly successful. No, you weren't. Weren't you back in New York City? Oh, that is a good yeah. point. We are. I, I we was are... talking about like the audio quality. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like everyone's going to be so concerned about that. Uh, well, I mean, it sounds a lot better on the Blue Yeti than on the fucking gaming headset. Yeah, that's that's to imply your your. Uh, I don't mean to flame you. Just forget it. I won't say what I was gonna say. Well, no, no, say it. Come on, don't be a pussy. Oh. Come on, let's hear it. I was just gonna say that's to imply you were pleasant to listen to to begin with. Oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's you actually. Asked. Of the, of the things that I get complimented on, my voice is the thing I get complimented on the most. It's voice, and then hair, and then sense of humor. So, fuck you. Everybody likes listening to me. Suck my dick. Uh, I just want to... So, so, back in the day, when we first started this, we used to dedicate our episodes to someone. Um, we quit doing that a while ago. But I finally found someone we could dedicate an episode to. So uh, I want to dedicate this episode to Twitter user Floaties for Kino Loy because that is the funniest fucking Twitter name I've ever seen in my entire life. That is pretty funny. <laughs> someone should have got him a floaties or made him a floaty. Exactly. Get that man a pool noodle or something. Goddamn. <laughs> that was a really funny username, though. I like I saw that on Twitter. I'm like, I literally said, "You have the best fucking username." Holy shit, we are mentioning you on the podcast this week. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So thank you, float at user at floaties for Kino. Phenomenal. <laughs> you want to fucking lutely phenomenal? Do you want to talk more Star Wars? Uh, would while you like to talk more Star Wars? While you are doing it? Well, I guess I kind of would, in the sense that uh, a pretty popular YouTuber, not like, well... Oh, yes, yes. I don't recently, know if I watched that video yet. Recently uploaded a video about Star Wars. And, um, you know, those kinds of things get a lot of traction. And yes, that is true. For, uh, just to clarify... The person I'm referring to is Drew Gooden. Yes. Famously known for road work ahead. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. Um, yeah, I saw some people clowning on him on Twitter not like 10 minutes ago because I was checking Twitter while you were um, heading home from campus. And I saw some people shitting on his video for that. And I specifically didn't watch it because I didn't want to uh, have to shit on Drew myself. Because I knew that I would have to. Because I don't know if you know this, Drew, but we haven't gotten any more Star Wars content in like a month and a half, asshole. I want more mean? Star Wars content. What do you mean? We just got Ahsoka. I know. That was a month. It ended a month and a half ago. Yeah, but like, isn't that like recent? That's so recent. Not recent enough, goddammit. You know, they used to have to wait four years for every movie yeah how long has it been since rise of skywalker oh that's right four years this year 
It sucks. I don't like it. I don't like it, man. It's bad. Well, I thought the video was, you know, it it is interesting, I guess, in the sense that he makes a pretty solid point, and I, I've been I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it, okay, because mm-hmm. essentially it's like. Okay, a lot of the characters in the shows are like, at, like they have stories or journeys, but mm-hmm. none of none of them really make sense unless we were talking about this specific character. You know, like it. A lot of like. Explain what you mean by that, because I have no fucking clue what you're what you mean by that. Explain okay. what you mean by that. Um, so in the video, he talks about um, Kenobi. Okay. I, th- I think it was interesting. He was bringing up a point about how, like, the character is purposefully devolved so that they can have an arc in the show. I mean, so... What I would say, first of all, yeah, that's how stories work. That's how sequels work, you know? But second of all, you can't expect someone to be literally perfect all the time. That's, right? that's the thing is this is not a sequel. This is an in-between. This is like, But it is a sequel. It's a sequel it's, to Revenge of the Sith. It is far more a sequel to Revenge of the Sith than it is a prequel to A New Hope, if that makes sense. Um, I, I don't know how much that makes sense. So, because Alec Guinness is dead, sadly, it should, it should be right in the middle. It time chron- chronologically speaking, it is, but this it all right. This isn't gonna make like. It's hard to explain what I mean by this, but like the way, so so because Alec Guinness passed away, obviously, and he only did those three movies, and that was it. Um, and Ewan McGregor kind of did his own thing, like based on Alec Guinness, but he did his own thing. I would say that when Ewan McGregor came and stepped back into the role, he wasn't doing pre Alec Guinness; he was doing post revenge of the sith ewan if that makes sense right like he's he's doing an extension of the character that he was in revenge of the sith more than the character that alec guinness was doing in a new hope and i would say that does sort of like that's a valid criticism of obi-wan right is he feels too much like prequels obi-wan and not enough like original trilogy obi-wan I would say that makes a lot of sense, but you can't expect someone to like, like on, in terms of like talking about um, them retroactively, like being fucked up and having to have an arc. I would say that if you consider what happened to Obi-Wan, I would say that he would probably 
it, it would make sense for him to have that arc, right? If everything you've ever known, because we, we hear in Obi-Wan, he doesn't remember his parents or his brother all that well. He doesn't remember Stu John all that well, right? If everything you've ever known got fucking murdered and you are partially to blame for it, I would say then that is perfectly grounds for having an arc about healing and trauma and uh, accepting like survivor's guilt and shit like that. I would perfectly, I, I, I find that to be perfectly understandable mentally. Like you I, make, you make a pretty valid point. Yeah. There's and also, another... I think you're probably going to bring up the point that I had some refutation on as well, but yeah, continue. Well, there's like a problem in the other direction, which is that the characters who are introduced into the story don't really have like a complete story, if that makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think that's partially due to the fact that um, Disney's banking on extra seasons, right? When you know, like back how it used to work when people made TV is people would make a show, right? Either like, you know, mini series length or like 13 episode season or a 26 episode season. And they would like, they would make the show like that and they would be like, okay, we don't know if we're getting a second season, right? So we're going to make a full and complete arc in the season and if people want to see more then we can work with that but because disney um probably knows that they're going to be doing sequels on all of these they are purposely saying okay these arcs are season wide but we're definitely leaving it to where there can be character development between seasons because we know we're getting more seasons of this Right, like right. they already have the roadmap planned out. I'm sure they've already budgeted the whole fucking thing. They've already got the money for it, right? So like, it doesn't even really like matter at that point. So they are gonna continue the story, so they don't. So I I think right now we're saying okay, these guys don't have full complete arcs, right? But that's because we haven't seen their full arc, right? It's like if, um, in Breaking Bad season one, right. It's like if they knew that they were going to make, like, what is it, six? Six seasons of Breaking Bad? Five. Five. Uh, yeah, five. Alm- they almost had the perfect um, six seasons in a movie. Uh, so close. But, like, if they knew they were going to have five seasons and a movie from the beginning of, of season one, they were obviously going to film it differently, right? So I, I think that's part of it. I think we are watching this like this series of, of content with the attitude of like the old system of TV when this is, this is something else, you know? Um, but like, I, I do kind of understand that, that like they haven't like, you know, but Mando's on season three, right. And it doesn't feel like he's completed his character arc, but also it kind of does, you know, like now that he's like just chilling out with Grogu on his little farm, that feels like he's completed his arc, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. But he's still getting more stuff, so I'm sure they'll find more shit to do with him. But yeah, I just i I think it's it's something to do with the way that we are watching them, rather than um, 
like it being like an actual problem. I think once once it's all released, once you can watch it from Mando season one through Book of Boba Fett through all that shit, and end with the Dave Filoni Mandoverse movie, and you can watch all of that all at once, I think it'll flow a little bit better. If that makes sense, well, you know what I mean. Tell. Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think that's how it's going to be. But Drew also made a point that I, I lost the tweet that I was going to say, but somebody, somebody made a tweet using a clip of what Drew was saying, and he was talking about like all these Star Wars shows need a Skywalker or like legacy characters and all this shit, right? And I, I wanted to say something, right? Because somebody else said it, and it, if I can find the tweet before then, that'd be that'd be lovely. I, I'll probably tag them, you know. But somebody in the comment section of that said, "No other franchise has people complaining about legacy characters showing up, right?" So if it's like, um, like Warhammer Forty K, right? If if like some legacy character shows up in that, right? Nobody's going to complain about that. If it was like Doctor Who, right? Like nobody's going to complain if you see like a legacy character show up in that, right? Star Wars is the only thing where you get people complaining about seeing characters from like the main set of characters. No no other franchise has people complaining about that, you know? So why why only Star Wars? It's because people are running out of shit to complain about. It's there. Everyone's trying to find new angles to complain about Star Wars because if you look at the fucking YouTube, right? Everyone and their mother is making a, this is why Disney Star Wars failed thing because it does good in the algorithm because Star Wars is a big fucking franchise and it makes them a lot of money, but they have to be original. They can't just say the same thing over and over. So they have to come up with new random bullshit to complain about. But no other franchise has people complaining if, like, for example, like, a different version of The Doctor shows up. Nobody fucking cares, right? Fucking, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So that's, that's my point of view on that. I think, I think Drew may have a point about, like, oversaturation. But also, fuck you, I like Star Wars, and I, and I generally like what they're doing with it. Um, I, I haven't been the biggest fan of Bad Batch. I haven't been the, uh, you know, I thought Ahsoka was like a B on average, I think is what I said it was. I don't know, right. 7, 8 out of 10, somewhere in there, like a C to a B. Um, yeah, I... I I just think that fucking we gotta we I don't want to go back to the fucking no man's land of Star Wars content where we had one show that was on the verge of cancellation all the time uh for and, and like a smattering of some video games mostly based on that show for 10 whole years, right? Between Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens, there was one show, a uh, couple of books, a couple of comics, and 
most of the video games were based on Clone or a plurality of the video games were based on Clone Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. Got like Republic Heroes, uh Jedi Battle, Lightsaber Duel, that sort of thing. And it's it was good, you know, but it it's like we we didn't get a whole lot of of like other shit going on. And now that Disney bought Star Wars, I'd rather be in the there's always new Star Wars content coming out. Like there's always new the new video games coming out next year. We just got one this year. We got one last didn't we get one last year? Or was that twenty twenty one? I'm not sure. But just um, when like an overproduction of content happens traditionally it has not been well received and i'm looking at the marvel universe specifically in that case when like there is an uptick in stuff even though yeah. it's a high frequency it doesn't mean it's actually a good thing yeah but the mcu doesn't um didn't space it out like star wars did right so star wars we have comics coming out we have books coming out we have games coming out, we have TV shows, and we have movies. The MCU just had, for the most part, they TV and lot, movies. They have a lot of those same things. Yes, but they didn't, but like, the, uh, well, n- almost none of the games have been specifically MCU, right? The The Guardians of the Galaxy game looked like the MCU, but it wasn't canon to the MCU. It, it it took a lot of design cues from it, but it wasn't like canon to it. Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefront, to Star Wars Squadrons, those are all like canon and shit, right? You know that sort of thing is it, it it's it's different. It's different. I suppose. But, I feel like the licensing is the same though. Yeah, but more people are like paying attention to like the Star Wars comics, the Star Wars books than they were if there were any mcu comics because i oh that's so crazy whoa whoa. you're gonna say that the comics don't have like a following no the mcu specific comics because they don't really have there's kind of a reason there's a c in that acronym the c is exactly cinematic that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say here is what's because the MCU is all on cinema and not in video games or comics or books, then there's not really any branching out, right? With But with Star Wars, you know, instead of getting 15 movies and 15 shows in a year, we get a movie... Well, we haven't gotten a movie in fucking four years. I think we're getting one in 2025, right? Um, we're getting a film in 2025. We're getting... What is it? We got like four, three seasons of TV this year. What was it? Because uh, Andor was last year. We had Bad Batch. We had Mando and we had Ahsoka, right? So that's three. We're getting, I think we're getting, there's five, there's, there's five seasons of TV on the slate for next year. I don't know if we're going to be getting that much. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think. I think some of those are going to be pushed back, um, but we're we're getting five TV shows, one video game at least, if not two, 
um, and a couple of books, and I think the comics are still going to be going strong. But with the MCU, right, we got fucking, like, four TV shows and four movies this year, man. It was ridiculous. It was insane. It was too much. You have to That's vary crazy. the content. That is, like, crazy to put in perspective, though. We got four movies. Did We, we might have gotten five. I don't know if we got four TV shows, but I, I think we might have gotten them out. five movies. We got Quantumania, the Marvel. Quantumania. Yep. Um... What else was... Guardians 3. Guardians 3, that's right. Wait, Love and Thunder was last year. Black Panther was last year. We got a lot last year, too. Um, They didn't release anything over the summer, did they? Other than Guardians? Yeah, like, like in July or something. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think... If so. they did, it was fucking forgettable. How about I that? I mean, the... The only like exception, it, not not in the universe, I guess. But Spider Man did come out over the summer, I think. Yeah, and there was one MCU person in there, so there you go. That's that's mean, one. There was just Prowler. Was that it? Yeah, no Tom Holland appearances. I mean, there was J.K. Simmons, but. I think it was a different universe, J.K. Simmons. Lego J.K. Simmons. There was Lego J.K. Simmons that used archival footage, but like any time there was a J.K. Simmons like newsreel, or any any time there was a, a newsreel, it was J. Jonah Jameson, and it was J.K. Simmons. But they used archival footage from the Lego universe, and that was cool. I like that one. That was that. Yeah, I love hearing. Like I, I'm, I will say I'm not the biggest fan of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. But goddamn, are those scenes in J. Jonah Jameson's office fucking perfect? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, that's that easily some of the best shit. Even even the director in those mm-hmm. scenes. <laughs> yeah, he knows he knows which ones are the best scenes, so that's why he put he self inserts. Yeah, himself would, into them. <laughs> I would snort that shit like fucking cocaine if i could if if i could if i could fucking the first time i watched those scenes if i could like bottle that feeling or like grind that feeling into a powder and snort it fuck yeah man that was hilarious Mm -hmm. that's pure comedy i wish i was that funny i wish i was that fucking funny god damn he's cooking he's pretty good in uh this new season of invincible which just wrapped up its first half yes yes we had i i don't think i had watched the the rest of that oh i think we should talk about how how was the rest of your thanksgiving break um freaking busy man yeah Just, how, how you was know, your trip uh the trip was good i'd say leaving and getting back to my campus awful terrible oh i hate i had an i had a little bit of an issue with that too not like there was there was so much rain during Mm. both of those times it's just like driving through the rain is just a miserable experience but it's okay you know you made it only yeah it's only miserable for a little while at least so no i got through it Mm -hmm. and then I had 
uh, school kick into high gear right afterwards. But overall, the break yeah. was great. I had I had a good time. It's a very good chance to recoup from school. So that's uh yeah. What more can I say? I mean, yeah, I I would say I had something sort of similar. I um I had a good Thanksgiving. I slept through most of it actually. I ate dinner and I was so fucking tired. I cuz we recorded um on Wednesday going into Thursday and I I I was up pretty late. Um cuz I I had to like get that shit edited and stuff. And then uh as soon as I was finished dinner, I passed the fuck out and I went to bed until my grandparents left. That's how long I was asleep. It was bad. Because we ate dinner at like 3.30. I went to sleep until like 7. It was bad. But you know what? We Fuck it, we ball regardless. And then, yeah, the, not not all that much happened the rest of my trip. Uh, we went to a party with um, some of my stepmom's dad's family. And... Oh, we went to Hyde Park Steakhouse in Daytona on Sunday, and that was pretty cool. Oh. And then Monday was kind of a, a bitch getting home, right? So, I mm, Monday, Monday. So, the flights were fine, kind mostly. Um, getting up to Charlotte was fine. Like, I... So I had some issues with TSA pre-check. Um, we called. Oh, here, here's a funny story. Here's a funny story. So I told my mom, I said, okay, my TSA pre-check isn't working because it wasn't working on the way down and we couldn't get it working. But the airport where I would have had to go through security is fucking tiny. So it was nothing. I got through just fine. And then um, coming back, right, we were – we spent like the whole week we were talking like, okay, we need to get a TSA pre-check because Jacksonville's not a tiny airport. You know, it's, it's, it's larger. So we, right. we did some, some work on that. And, uh, my mom called the airline and she called orbits who made the reservation and that was it. And she was like, well, I've done everything in my power. Uh, and I said, Oh, did you call the TSA? And she said, no. And I'm like, well, that's something you could try. And what does she do? She calls orbits again. It's sometimes I wonder what? about her. What? I'm confused. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I called TSA. Um, I got put on hold, so I sent an online thing. They didn't fix it in time, so I went to the airport kiosk and uh, they tried a bunch of different stuff, but they did finally get me TSA pre-check. So that was it. It was like negligible time saved, but. You know what? We take those. It's still a W. You got book. there in the end. I paid for fucking global entry. I'm going to fucking use global entry, man. Right. I am not a terrorist. You can, and you can quote me on that. I am not. I'll let that hang in the air. Exactly. Yeah. Much like the planes that I was on, we were hanging in the air. No. That was a good joke by me. Top 10. Top 10 best jokes we've ever uh, done. Okay, that, okay. All right. Um, Settle down. Uh, what else? What else? What else? But so I got through. I got on my plane up to Charlotte. That was fine. But in Charlotte, 
Oh, that sucks. Oh my god, Charlotte. Charlotte was so bad. Um, okay, well, it wasn't that bad, but we were there, and we were waiting for the plane for like thirty. I think it might have been up to thirty minutes that like the plane had gotten in, and it wasn't a very large plane, and like still they they waited like thirty. They made us wait fucking thirty minutes, so we were delayed fucking thirty minutes. And I think they were like cleaning it or something. And I, and what I was thinking in the airport was somebody better have like diarrheaed all over the fucking plane or like projectile vomited or both for them to be taking this fucking long, because I've cleaned up like big i've cleaned up diarrhea and puke from my dog in less than 30 minutes okay and he's he's not a small dog he he makes a lot of mess um so i was pretty peeved about that because i already didn't want to be flying back on monday what i what i told my mom to do was i was like hey can you get me here friday to sunday right can you can you do that where I left the Friday of break or the Friday of the week before break. And I came back this Sunday, like right before. So that way I would have a, a day to fix my sleep schedule and shit like that and get any work done that I needed to do. But it said she got me Saturday to Monday and I have classes on Tuesdays. I had right. to get up at six 30. So I, that 30 minute delay was not great. We didn't make up that much time. We landed at like 1030-ish. Um, got to my car at like 1045-ish. And I didn't leave until like... No, no, no. All right. I got to my car at like 1030. Maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I know I got home at about 12, at like 20 Maybe. after midnight. Right? So I was in the car. Um, it had so when I got out of the airplane, right? I went to my car. It had snowed, and the snow had congealed into ice, and it was fourteen degrees outside. So very, very, very frozen. I was scraping snow and like using my my window defrosters for like 20, 30 minutes before I could finally be in a state that was like passable enough to leave right like it was there was still a bit of ice and like frost and stuff but i just like fuck it i need to get home so i got home at about 15 20 after midnight and it was i and buster of course did not want to go to sleep so i didn't go to sleep until about one and i got up at 6 30 and then uh, some of you may have noticed that last week's podcast episode went up a little, uh, or I, get, I say last week because you're listening to this on Tuesday. The one that came out on Tuesday, episode 83, went up a little early. And that's because I was um, setting it to come out on my phone, right? And full disclosure... I had switched the time zone back into central, right? Like I was on central. So I said, um, okay, at 0800 local time, it had switched. It knew I was in central time. It knew I was in Illinois. And it was like, okay, yeah, sure. And 
when I said, okay, make it go up at 8 a.m., it said, okay, and then posted it at 7.02. So that was awesome. I'm really, I'm really happy about that. So you guys got the podcast episode an hour early. There you go. Wow. Awesome. Oh, Love it. How dare you? I know. I know. Call me a criminal. Take me away. Take me to jail. But that was really fucking her. stupid. Well, mm-hmm. you know, what's done is done. Yeah. So don't expect that to be a normal thing. We're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't want to fuck over our West Coast viewers by posting it at like five in the morning for them. Okay. We don't be doing that. No, thank you. So, yeah, don't expect that to be a normal thing. But that's what happened there. So that was annoying. Um, and then I did not fix my sleep schedule all week. Um, so on Thursday, when I had my other in-person class, um, I classes, sorry. Um, my alarm for some reason decided not to go off, even though I don't think I turned it off and it's a Tuesday, Thursday alarm on my phone. It, It just decided not to go off. So I missed I, I woke up around the time when my first class was ending, right? Like, I was supposed to get up at 6.30. I woke up at 10.30. So, fixed my sleep schedule right up, but <laughs> I missed class. that first class. Yeah. So, by the time I left, I left my house, right, I was like, okay, I could probably – I'll be a few minutes late for my second class, but I had already cleaned my backpack out. Backpack out. So, I – so, backtrack. <laughs> I suck at telling stories on this show. <laughs> Um, so I was like in a rush, I was like removing the shit from my backpack that I didn't need. And I didn't put in my second class stuff. Cause I was like, okay, I'm not going to make it. Right. But then as soon as I got in my car, I'm like, oh wait, okay. I might make it. I'll just be a, like a minute or two late. Um, but then I was like, wait, I didn't pack anything for my second class. I didn't pack my notes. I didn't pack my book or anything. So it's just like, God damn it. So instead I went to the library and I worked on a, an extra credit assignment for like a, it's like a resume thing, right? It's uh, an AI resume reader thing. And I previously got this resume graded by my professor. Right. And I think he gave me like a 90, a 90% on it. It was good. It's a good fucking resume, but on this resume website, I've, I got like the highest I got was like a 43, right? And we need it to be like an 80 for him to give us credit for it. So I, I wasted like 50 minutes of my life that I'll never get back trying to please this stupid AI who's dumber than chat GPT. And that's saying a lot because chat GPT isn't all that smart. Um, it, it, it was fucking awful. And I, I wasted all my time on that, even though I need the fucking extra credit, but whatever. So I was tempted to say, well, the AI thing didn't really work, but you know, you gave me a good grade on it. So either you don't know what you're talking about or the AI doesn't know what you're, what it's talking about. Either way, you should give me the bonus points, you know, uh-huh. you right. know, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. But yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. I hate that assignment. I hate that class. I hate that professor. I gave him. I shredded his ass in the course evals. And I think he knew that I shredded his ass in the course evals because he was a real stick of his ass uh, in class that day. He was real, real pissed about it. Um, 
he literally threatened to like go back on our past assignment to take away points because he didn't explain something correctly and he was waiting for us to give him an answer that he liked and eventually none of us raised our hands because we were like well what the fuck do you want from us and he and he like didn't explain it very well so then he was like oh i'm just gonna go back and take away a bunch of points from your previous assignments and first of all i'm not sure he can do that second of all if he does i will have the entire class on my side if we go to the board and complain about him because i know for a fact no one in that class likes him I don't know how he got tenure, but I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. I would personally suck the dick of every single board member in order to make him lose his tenure and have him suck dick for nickels on the street. That is how much I hate him. He's got a crap rating on Rate My Professor. I wish I would have checked that and been like, hmm, uh, no thanks. Put me in a class with someone who can actually do their job. That'd be cool. But he's fucking awful, and I hate him, and everybody hates him, and he shouldn't be teaching. So, there you go. Wow. Yep. So, that's a good segue to go to the ad break. Love you, bye. This episode is sponsored by Liquid IV, the number one powdered hydration brand in America. We've been partnering with them all summer, and I've been using it to beat the heat through some of these particularly nasty heat waves. While it was scorching hot outside, I was staying cool and refreshed with Liquid IV and their 12 delicious flavors. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast and far more efficiently than water alone. And it also contains five essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks without any GMOs, gluten, dairy, or soy. Liquid IV is also committed to equitable access to clean water worldwide, partnering with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions with communities that protect both their water and their futures, and donating 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code IIHSPODCAST, all one word, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code IIHSPODCAST, again, all one word, at liquidiv.com. Thank you again to Liquid IV for partnering with us. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com, run by my own talented mother. Parenting is hard. Sometimes kids and parents are like night and day. It can be very hard to get on the same page with them, and a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong. Luckily, there is a service out there that can help. Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services, resource referrals, and psychological profiling, along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service, please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Hello, welcome back. We're here. Um, still here. We are. We're still here. Some might say we never even left. But those people are the people who are subscribed to us on Patreon. Because for them, we didn't even go to the ad break. So, 
Go over and subscribe. Patreon.com slash IIHS podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, We were talking about Invincible, right? Or we were going to, but then we were like, let's finish talking about the Thanksgiving break. Let's talk about Invincible. Okay. How, how are we feeling about that? Well, it was uh, it was really well done. It's very I, interesting. I like yeah. this. Like, it feels very grounded in realism mm-hmm. for like a superhero show. I have been enjoying it as well. I I really enjoyed that that mid season finale episode. Um, it's been cool to see this different side of Nolan. Um. I really enjoyed um I I haven't been enjoying that they brought Amber back. Um did did you share the same sort of reaction to Amber that everyone and their mother did in the first season? Mm. Not really. I thought it offered like an interesting dichotomy. It's like I rewatched it, and I was like, "This is like really, like, good to have happening, like, with Mark and give him like an interesting development." While stuff with I meant uh, that Nolan she's an wife. asshole. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick that up. So, um, I don't know. For most people, it, you know. If you've been watching Invincible but you didn't know that, um, I'll, I'll do a brief little explanation. For a lot of people, Amber came out at the end of the first season. Spoilers. It's really – it's so funny everyone thinks she's an asshole when she – like, she's, like, one of the most selfless people in the show and has so, no powers. <laughs> Some of her actions are very selfless, I will say. You know, she goes to the soup kitchen, blah, blah, blah. That's a good thing. You should go to your local soup kitchen. But. We're going to thing... just excuse all of that for this other. But this the other thing argument. that we're talking shit about, right, is Amber knew. She said that she knew quite a while ago that Mark was invincible, right? Um. I don't know if they say exactly when she knew, but she chews Mark out. Um, like, she's about to chew Mark out for, like, oh, he didn't go to the soup kitchen, right? But that's because he was getting fucked up by supervillains, right? Like, he almost died. He says, like, he got hit by a bus because that's the comparative level of uh, injuries that, like, a normal person would have gotten from getting hit by a bus. That's the kind of injuries he got from fighting all those supervillains and shit, right? So he's he got fucked up there. And we don't know if... I Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think she knew then, or she doesn't say that she knew then, but she definitely knew during the college thing, and she fucking talked shit on Mark when um, he runs off to go suit up as Invincible and come back and fight the the... I forget what they call them, but it's like the, the, the people who got like experimented on and became like monsters and shit. He came back and, and he like fought it and, and saved Will and, and Amber, right? Like he came back and did that. 
but obviously as invincible. But if she knew that he was invincible when that happened, why did the fuck did she chew him out and be like, you know, you ran away, you didn't protect us, right? It's like, bitch, how the fuck was he supposed to protect you? God damn. What do you well, want from us, man? I'm confused why everyone's impression is that, like, the way the timetable works. Because um, she said she knew for weeks. That's what she said. She she said she knew for weeks. So that, And after that, she went to go and cheat on Mark. Like, she was at that party and she was going to cheat on Mark. And she almost did. Even though she knew he was invincible and he was there trying to protect her. Right? And she's like, okay, why didn't you tell me that you were invincible? And it was like, bro, if he told you, you would you would have been in more danger. He was trying to protect you, and she's trying to make it all about her. So Amber is a bad person. They definitely made her more interesting than she was in the comics. Because in the comics, she was like kind of a nothing burger. But in like and she's still she's still interesting like she serves the purpose of the show well in that she is the love interest that mark has before he gets with eve obviously if you if you couldn't tell that that's what's going to happen you haven't been watching the show because they've I'm, been hinting that for a long time i'm well aware what's going on yeah there's a lot that's like hasn't happened yet but it's easy to see where it's going. You know, I there was a scene that I really enjoyed. Um, now, like, where um, Rexplode... Um, again, this is, this is more spoilers. What, what did you think of Duplicate getting with um, Immortal? Also, I thought Omni-Man killed Immortal again. I thought he killed him twice, and like they didn't bring him back. Yeah, I thought I thought that's what happened at the end of the last season. I thought he like fully killed Immortal twice, and like they couldn't bring him back. And then they brought him back with like no explanation, and so I was like, okay, sure, I guess that's fine. Um, and then, um. Like him and Duplicate being together. But I really like the 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 scene. Well, A, first of all, I like that that happened in a mirror of how Eve found out that he was cheating on her with Duplicate. Um, even though there's more duplicates, right? Because he was just having sex with two duplicates. Immortal had four. Immortal's a fucking Chad. Um Yo, chill. But <laughs> fucking um uh but like i like the explanation scene where they're in the the gym and um like i like that she's with immortal because he's died as many times as she has and i think that's that's actually a really interesting like angle to look at it from Mm -hmm. invincible and um what is it the boys have or like the shows that are in the the boys averse. I don't know what they're gonna call that. The boys averse. That's what they should call it. The boys averse. I don't know. Fuck it. The the vaudiverse. Univot. I don't know. Um, but like where they're looking at like the way they look at like superpowers and shit, right? 
they have like a unique like perspective on it where it's like you know golden boy lights himself on fire but that means all his clothes burn off so his penis is out all the time uh and it's quite inconvenient yeah and the the chick who can shrink herself has to do it by purging you know she has to make herself throw up and that makes her shrink and she has to eat food to come back you know that's a different like perspective to look at shrinking and growing you know but uh like that that i i like the way that these these shows are analyzing superpowers and sort of coming at them from like a different angle you know um it it is interesting but also i think the boys is sort of let down by the fact that even though they have sort of divorced themselves from garth ennis's like sort of thing you know like like the the main show is like way different from how the the boys comic is at this point um but like they they still sort of have to fit into garth ennis's like universe and sort of have to like fit his aesthetic and garth ennis fucking loves his um like just edgy bullshit you know so there's a lot of just edgy bullshit in in these shows that still has to be there for it to still be like the boys or gen v or whatever the fuck so it's still kind of let down but like the girl who has to like slice her fucking hands open to use her own blood as a weapon that is a garth ennis mother that that's a garth ennis fucking creation you you know what kind of shit like he would come up with and that's definitely like that definitely fits in with his like world and shit right uh or or again the girl who has to fucking bulimia herself small right like that is uh like that is a garth ennis type thing so it's like the boys still has to be dark and edgy in certain ways to fit with that aesthetic and i feel like it is sort of let down by it the worst part of the boys is the stuff that makes it the boys you know right like the all that sort of thing yeah the the like kind of humor that's in that show yeah but i will admit sometimes when you do take some of the uh when you cut down on the amount of like really gory really graphic type shit from like that was in the comics and you only show like the really important stuff it really helps to like do it for shock value right because when fucking huey's girlfriend gets absolutely fucking vaporized right that is good fucking shock value when uh homelander fucking melts kira sedgwick's fucking face right that's good shock value right but the boys comic was always doing gory gross shit like that so it's like or herogasm right like everyone was building up to herogasm and then when we finally got it we got like a close-up scene of someone's of some dude sitting on the toilet with his dick and balls and asshole out right like this is the type of shit that the show is fucking like good at right but with the boys in the comic every fucking issue is something gross like that so it it loses its shock value so i i 
I like what they're doing with the boys. I like what they're doing with Gen V. Uh, I'm only a few episodes into Gen V, but I made sure to watch all of Invincible up to the half season finale because that was that that's a great show. That's a great fucking show. I love right. Invincible. That first season is really fucking solid. That first episode is just amazing. I do like that episode a lot. I really like. I mean, like it's it's so compelling having a like a relationship between the mother and son be mm-hmm. like. I mean, given so much focus. I guess. Yeah, Debbie got a lot to work with in the second season that I've been really enjoying. Sandra Oh is fucking phenomenal. I love her. I, I said it last week and I'll say it again this week. She's the only actress from Grey's Anatomy who I respect. I don't respect any other actor or actress from that show at all. Zero respect for them as work. Uh, no, hang on. Kevin McKidd was in Rome and he was soap from Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3. So you know what? He gets credit for that. But other than that, no one else on those shows should have any respect or be working in Hollywood. If, if somebody, (laughs) now I'm not suggesting anyone do this, but if someone, for example, found out that Shondaland, the the production company, uh, was a drug, uh, uh, front and it it was all money laundering. Oh. And they shut down the entire company and all their shows, and nobody ever made a, a show. Uh, nobody who worked on their shows ever made anything ever again. I wouldn't be opposed, you know? So I'm not suggesting anyone go and plant evidence that that is the case. But if someone did and they got convicted, you know what? You know, it's not the worst thing that would happen in the world. Hmm. There have been worse tragedies than Shonda Rhimes going to jail for the rest of her life and never making any more TV. I wouldn't mind because Grey's Anatomy is fucking garbage. Um, And they also ruined Viola Davis with How to Get Away with Murder. They ruined her. They ruined her. She's never been the same since. She's never been the same since. She was great. And they ruined her. Fuck you. Fuck you, Shonda. Shove it right up your ass. But um, Sandra Oh, as Debbie, has been kind of carrying this season. Yeah, she's kind of like, she's like really a part of the show. Like a big part of the show. Her performance has easily been the best one. But I will say, um, what is it? David Diggs as um, Green Goop or a green ghost's husband that that was a good performance. I couldn't even tell that it was David Diggs until I paused. Like I paused to go and get up and I was like, Oh shit, that's David Diggs. Damn. That's fucking, that's motherfucking Thomas Jefferson right there. Holy shit. That's crazy. But yeah, he did a, he did a really good job. I really appreciated his, um, his performance. I thought he did a good job and I thought Debbie was fucking phenomenal this this first half of the season and i hope she's she gets even more to uh to to do how do you feel about donald oh i i think that's really interesting because like i mean i feel like i know a little bit about 
the comics, but this is something I'm not familiar with. It's like why he's acting this way, or like what what is the reason for why he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I I like the mystery on that. I I hope he finds out. I like that they're playing more into how evil Cecil is. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I also did you watch the the Adam Eve like special episode? Oh, I did. I think yeah. that came out a few months ago, but I only watched it then. I I love that episode because Adam Eve's dad is a fucking douche. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they are they are setting him up. To be the most satisfying kill ever. Somebody's going to kill him. And it is going to be the most satisfying thing in the world. Like, oh my god. Like, it'll be almost as satisfying as when they killed King Joffrey. Right? He is such a dick. What an asshole. Yeah, he's a guy you love to hate. No, I don't even love to hate him. But like, oh, he's so bad he's so he's so evil right like love to hate us like you laugh at him being an asshole him being mean just like hurts my heart because he's a fucking racist against soups you know and it's not even the boys universe where you can be racist against soups okay like that's where that's normal where that's a a perfectly normal response because the soups in invincible are still pretty goddamn good I haven't been enjoying what they did with Robot. He's okay, but like, I liked his arc in the first season a lot more. I feel like Zachary Quinto was a better actor for Robot than um, whoever they have playing Young Rex Splode. You know, right? I yeah, Zachary Quinto did. He was he was my standout performance in the first season. Zachary Quinto as Robot was my fucking favorite. Mm-hmm. I loved that. He he it was like his Spock performance, but like every like bad line from the from the scripts or in like every like weird delivery was gone. It was exactly like that, but it was perfect. It was amazing. And we're getting less of that, and I don't like that cuz Zachary Quinto is fucking awesome. Um but yeah, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons has been doing a good fucking job. Um, Still killing it. Absolutely. There's never been anything where he hasn't been good in. Even in like Zack Snyder's, um, or not Zack Snyder's, uh, Justice League. Um, he was still fucking good in that for the five seconds of screen time that he had. <laughs> I would have loved to seen him as Commissioner Gordon. That would have been awesome. But oh man. What a missed opportunity that was. Like, I don't even like the Snyderverse, but, like, that was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. That was good casting. That was fucking good casting. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, he's... I really like that whole dynamic he's got going on with the with the new wife and the new baby who might not even have any powers. And I think that's that that whole new thing about like meeting the stepmom and your half brother, like that's relatable, and that's a a nice perspective they had on that. 
I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I like what they did with that fight scene as well. That was a fun fight scene. Um, and just letting Omni-Man go all out on motherfuckers and still be a good guy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really, first half, so promising. Not, it was not as satisfying as, like, when he killed, what is it, the the Guardians of the Globe? That was fucking awesome, right? Like, but, like, he was doing it because he was a bad guy, so not quite good. But, like, watching him go all out on those asshole Viltrumites after they killed Alan? Oh, how did you feel about, um, Thetis, right? So you, um, you you know the, the I don't know if it's a twist about Thetis. Um like you know who he is, right? Or what he is? I think so. He's a he's a Viltramite. He's a Viltramite. Oh uh, yes. Played yeah. by uh what's his name? Peter Cullen, Optimus Peter Prime. Cullen. Right. Yeah. Um I didn't know if you knew he was a Viltrumite. I don't know if they said that in the show, but I was like, that motherfucker is a Viltrumite. And then I looked it up, and that motherfucker was a Viltrumite. Because obviously he was a Viltrumite in the comics. But it's like, they're like the only other humanoid species in the galaxy, and humans haven't been contacted by these aliens except for Mark by Alan, right? So, obviously he's a Viltrumite. But... When he fucking sh- pulled the plug on Alan, that was so sad. Yeah, I, does that mean he's dead? I'm so confused. I'm a little bit confused as well. I think it's intentionally ambiguous. I think it's like an intentional cliffhanger, but yeah, that's fuck, true. Man. I know. I like how I like how the the stakes are still like maintained, even yeah. though like they're adapted. Like it easily mm-hmm. could be like dismissed, but it's not. Yeah, and now Alan, so Alan might be dead. Nolan has been taken back to Viltrum. Mark is on some alien planet with his half brother and his stepmom. Reese. He doesn't know how he's gonna get home. Played by um, Kim Wexler. Kim Wexler, really? Didn't know. I I didn't pause during that, so I I had no idea. It's crazy. Yeah, isn't that really funny? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? The play plays the bug lady. She did a good job though. I like the I I like the bug lady. I thought she was awesome. And like watching Nolan like Mark views the bugs as how Nolan viewed the humans and then watching Nolan like give his fucking potentially give his life to save the bugs right that's fucking character growth and i i really like where they're going with that so i i can't wait to see what the rest of the series holds when is the next episode uh january january something mid-january fuck that's too long man i don't want to i don't want to have to wait that long fuck ah man i have a whole month with no invincible that sucks that sucks man no fucking 
Peter Cullen voicing someone who isn't Optimus Prime, but still using the Optimus Prime voice. He sounds so good. That, that and, oh, he does. My life. He absolutely does, but it one hundred percent it one hundred percent takes me out of it when I when it absolutely just sounds like fucking Optimus Prime because he's talking the same kind of shit that Optimus Prime does too. So it's like, okay, know, it's Optimus Prime. We get it. I am Optimus Prime. I love anime titties. You know that type of shit. You know. Like, yeah, that's what we're missing is having Peter Cullen on Fiverr. <laughs> that's true that's true i that would be pretty funny i would pay good money for that although i will say um i've been watching a lot of transformers youtube poops and in transformers 2007 he says sorry my bad uh when they're like trying to hide from sam's parents in his backyard and i they get a lot of mileage out of that voice clip. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, he just says, sorry, my bad. And they get a lot of fucking mileage out of that. But yeah, I love Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen's a great Optimus Prime. I don't think anyone has even half the talent to play Optimus Prime that Peter Cullen has. You know? Say like it you can, loud and proud. Like, you can switch out Megatron. You know, Hugo Weaving, Frank Welker. You know, doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. But Optimus Prime is Peter Cullen. They can kill the Transformer franchise when Peter Cullen dies. That's what I'm going to say. You can quote me on that. You can quote me on that. I don't want to see any other Transformers thing if it doesn't have Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime. There you go. So saith I. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um... Do we have anything else to do before we go to the big red button? I don't anything? know. Anything? I don't know, man. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say, I was so I flew to Charlotte and from Charlotte on a Bombardier CRJ900. It fucking sucks. It is a terrible plane. It's awful. Whoever designed it should go to jail. It was bad. It's a bad plane. Bad. You made a bad fucking plane. There you go. Fuck you. Nice. I have a big red button, though. All right. Let's hear it. Um, you find true love, the woman of your, of your dreams. Like, absolutely, like, perfect, right? But she has a turtle shell. Like, a turtle carapace. So front and back. She's a turtle. What do you do? Do you press the button or no? She's the perfect girl, but front and back, she's a turtle. Like, on her front, she has, like, the turtle stomach, and on her back, she has the turtle shell. And it is attached to her body, just like a turtle. She's normal arms, normal head, normal legs, but she's a turtle. What do you do? I mean, if you say that's the perfect person. No, I, I, I'm saying she's perfect other than that, right? Like, that's that's obviously not appealing to me, but... Um, well, I mean, I guess, I guess not, unfortunately. But, I mean, 
I would. Tall. I'm. I'm very. You know. I'm very tolerant. So, I don't. The turtle bod would not. Would not be a diminisher, even if I didn't hit the button. I. I will just say that. I. You know what? I think. I think I could. Um. Uh, I think I think I could get behind it if if the woman inside the shell was still like um like a good person and kind and sweet and beautiful soul. The woman inside the shell. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the fuck you think I was gonna say about no, it? You no, no, it's just uh, the word the word usage. You know, I mean, it works. oh, that was a hundred percent intentional. Okay. I didn't even think that's technically a pun. I, no, it's I don't quite literal. It gets yes. to be quite literal in this situation. Exactly. So the woman inside the shell is is beautiful and sweet and and you know a beautiful beautiful soul. I don't mind that she got a turtle body. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still get on that. You know, um, trying to come up with a joke there for that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be the April to your turtle. Cause you know how like all the recently all the turtles have been like trying to smash April and it's kind of weird. I know one at a time <laughs> or just Raphael. Yeah. No, no. Mikey deserves it. Mikey. Who's your favorite Ninja turtle? Let's be real here. Let's get, let's answer the questions that really matter. Answer. Me? Uh, I mean, Michelangelo is pretty great. I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm the fucking, I'm a, I'm a big Leo man. I'm a big Leo man. He's my, he's my, he's the dream team. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, good answer. Mm Mm-hmm. He's on some king shit all the time. They, they had fucking Johnny Knoxville voicing him in the the michael bay in the first michael bay one they have fucking johnny knoxville voicing him that's fucking cool right like come on like that's fucking cool cool. yeah he couldn't come back for the second one which is very sad but i mean the second one was better honestly right like am i taking fucking crazy pills i don't think so yeah but no that was that was fun i like i i i think leo's the fucking dopest man and and he's got the fucking katanas like come on like come on that's and he's like you know like the, like the 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 thing is like he's the only one to like earn them you know like everyone else has like non-lethal weapons but he gets like the actual blades and shit because like he's responsible enough to use them correctly and like not murder anyone with them, you know, or like not murder anyone bad with them. Right. Like that's he's fucking awesome. One. He's the only one who gets the katanas. Exactly. Everyone else gets fucking sticks of wood, or Raphael gets like the metal pokey ones. But the way you use them is you grab the metal pokey ends and you point them backwards and you hit people with the stick end with with the handle bits. Right. Fucking. Leonardo is the only one who uses predominantly lethal weapons, and he's fucking awesome. And he's yeah, I love I love Leo. Leo's on some king shit all the time, always. So fuck yeah, 
hell yeah we love it we love to see it um yeah i think that's <laughs> i think that's a nice. good place to end it right. uh yeah uh thank you all very much for watching we want to thank justin connor for uh uh helping to uh uh get this episode out over on patreon helping to 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 subsidize this nonsense uh if you want to get a cool shout out like that head on over to patreon.com slash iahs podcast if you join our influential and successful tier you get early access to ad free versions of these episodes before they come out on tuesdays so that's pretty cool you also get access to our movie commentaries and we need to fucking watch a movie you know what you know what we're gonna commit we're gonna commit we're we're gonna commit you know what we're gonna do we're gonna watch a movie this weekend are you ready to go we're gonna watch a movie okay any movie any movie at all any movie at all we're gonna watch we're gonna watch one of them this weekend you know what actually you know what i have an idea i have an idea we're gonna watch a movie together here we go uh so stay tuned for that um yeah uh we'll we'll probably announce it on twitter as well but in case you're listening to this before it comes out on tuesday you know you you're gonna get you're gonna know that we're watching a a movie early but by the time this comes out it will have already been out i don't know i don't know man time is weird um but yeah so go on over there if you want to uh listen to us uh talk about a movie while you're watching it that's cool um also, uh, if you want to, <laughs> I, I'm blanking. I, I hate doing the outro. It's so hard. But um, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at IIHS Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Uh, go over there. Watch us. We uh, uh, It's the best place to go for topic suggestions, Q&A, and updates about the show. So head on over to all those. Go follow us. Do all that. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we try to get the the episodes out within a few hours of them going live on every other platform. We try and get them out on YouTube. Um, obviously, that's mostly my job, so I fuck it up. So, so sometimes it's it's sooner, sometimes it's later. But we, we usually get it out on the same day. So if, if you want to listen to us there and that's more convenient, that's where we're at. At IIHS Podcast on YouTube. There you go. But... Other than that, I can't think of anything else I need to say. So, uh, my name is Kale. I've been incredibly influential. My name is Maxwell, and I've been highly successful. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.